0: are now listening to the voice of tamar with vanessa santiago hey hey so you are tuning in to my podcast the voice of tamar thank you so much for listening i'm just gonna jump right into the topic because i'm feeling hot about it right now You know, sometimes when I bring up these things, it seems like like, they're major events. But as I'm going along my day and my journey, and God is just really, once again, processing me through some of my trauma, he's been really working with me in the area of my confidence. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Clubhouse, but I just so happened to be on there and was listening to a room that was talking about strategy and branding and things like that. I made mention of the fact that I don't necessarily like to be seen. It's not my preference and the only reason why I'm consistent and conscious about doing the videos that I do is because I want people to know that they can be healed as a result of being violated. And so the person that was on that call ended up responding to me saying that I would dare to say that it's not a matter of you not liking to be in the forefront, but that you are lacking confidence. And that thing just hit me in the chest. I mean, I think I was a little bit angry for a moment, but I knew that it was true by the way that I was feeling. The Holy Spirit had just allowed me to see that it had hit a vein and that it was also confirmation to a word that I had already heard from a friend. Because sometimes, y'all, your friend can tell you something and it takes for somebody else to let you know for you to be like, oh, she was right. Too familiar, kill, kill familiarity. Your friends can really help you. They see the best and worst sides of you. And so I honestly went on an aggressive push to really build my confidence. I'm like, Lord, let me do whatever it is that I need to do to build my confidence, and when I've run out of all the things that I know how to do naturally, I know that you will take over and so I've just been doing little small things here and there, y'all know I'm really transparent, so you know one of the things about violation is that it makes you feel at times that you provoked the violation, like what was she wearing, which is why people were often ignorantly say if she wasn't wearing that short dress, then she wouldn't have been, and so. Some of that was kind of engraved into my mind after being violated, and I constantly have to come out of agreement that that is a truth. And so in my works, on'm convincing myself that that is not true about me, there's still subconsciously some behaviors that kind of safeguard me from the lie that I have not unbelieved. So what does that mean? Or what does that look like? For me, it usually manifests itself by way of how, one, I don't like to be in the open and if you know me in the context of church it's often i've often been able to either lead our ministry in opening prayer or even for someone and be able to deliver it and i do it with such confidence but it's honestly because the holy spirit has kind of taken over and i feel confident in him but when that kind of moment fades away i'm not feeling so secure in myself that's one of the ways that things manifest themselves i don't want to be out in the open i don't want to be seen but i think the one that has impacted me the most is the way that i dress now I grew up a more reserved Pentecostal meaning that I wore skirts all the time. There was a reserved beliefs, meaning that I didn't wear pants. And so I I grew up kind of thinking that it was corny to wear sneakers or Tim's with a skirt. So I often wore skirts like all the time. And so I really love to get dressed. I love to kind of put my clothes together and things like that. And subconsciously, I've really trained myself out of really getting dressed because in my mind, the lie that I've still not completely unbelieved is that I am the one who draws people to violate me. I am the one who, by what I wear. And so you'll often catch me wearing jeans and I love sneakers and I love jeans, but wearing hoodies, wearing clothes that's a little bit too big for me. It was really bad when I was in high school. I would often wear hoodies tied around my waist so that my shape wasn't showing and shirts that were super long and I wore bandanas and it was just a hot mess. And so as soon as I heard, this woman just kind of say that I think it's more of a lack of confidence I was like okay Lord well what do I need to do in order to kind of come out of that and it's those small things that God kind of requires us to do that will really show us how confident we are. So I'm shopping and I'm experiencing all this frustration and I'm like, this should be fun. I shouldn't be so emotional or angry or whatever in regards to doing something as simple as shopping for what I'd like to wear. Something that fit, that was still modest, but more in my style versus shrinking back and wearing hoodies that are super big out of fear of something that I subconsciously believe. And so I'm, I'm kind of like navigating through that. And I spent literally almost the entire day trying to shop y'all and like left the store with nothing. And so this is when I decided to bring in reinforcements. I reached out to a friend of mine, her name is Jasmine Dodd, and she has like this funky style that I felt like really matched with mine or even that she would spend enough time kind of getting to know me to help me figure out what I would like to wear and being cautious about the feelings that I had surrounding it so that I wouldn't be uncomfortable or kind of shrink back in fear. And so the next day we went shopping and we were just doing it up. I think she really had the grace to kind of navigate me through that feeling. But one of the things that violation... Really comes for is not only your confidence but your your feeling worthy. I think I've shared this in podcasts before, and if you hear me repeating things, some of it is not on purpose, but some of it is on purpose because we spend so much time repeating the lies of the enemy that I don't mind over explaining the fact that you are worthy and that you are loved and you are appreciated by the Lord. but something that violation makes you feel is worthless. You know, I feel like the Lord has just been really dealing with me in regards to feeling that. To feeling like I'm not worth being loved. I'm not worth having another child because I had an abortion. I'm not worth getting married again. I'm not worth the calling of God over my life. I'm not worth all the promises that God made me. I'm not worth being my son's mother. And it's like, even though I don't necessarily say that to myself out loud in my head, I believe it because of the lies that the enemy has whispered and because of the trauma that I have experienced. And so... I don't have this all figured out, but this is kind of like where I've been at recently. One of the things that my pastor, Ashley Cross, told me one time was that I walked a lot with my head down then, and that I didn't walk around confidently. Once again, another side effect, a violation that you want to be invisible, that you don't want to be seen and that you feel so low of yourself that you'd rather walk around with your head down than with your head held high and so there's these very small tools and tips that you can do as you are really trying to navigate through healing that you would be intentional about what you do and what you wear and how you present yourself that you would give yourself the the time and even the the effort that you give not only the things that you love but the people that you love like that you would put that same amount of effort in yourself. And so I have not fully arrived in that, but I'm definitely aggressively working towards doing that and of course, I have decided to bring accountability alongside of me. I called a friend of mine, Amanda. I've talked to my pastor about it and just people that I know love me so that if they see me in a position where I begin to shrink back and lacking confidence and not wanting to be seen again, that they would push me and remind me like this looks like you shrinking back. And so it's so important to have that accountability. And I'm really excited because honestly, in all of my ventures and everything that I've done and how I've presented myself in so many different ways, I feel like I have not really gotten to completely know myself. I think that we live in these bodies and don't even bother to get to know ourselves in the way that we sometimes make the effort to get to know other people, especially in romantic relationships. I am completely committed to falling in love with myself again. And I know that we talk, you know what, not even falling in love with myself again, falling in love with myself, period, because I think at times we just do not treat ourselves well because people did not treat us well and we don't deserve that so one of the books that I am reading, because y'all know that I like to share a few words, but also give some resources, is a book called Conforming to His Image by Kenneth Boa. A lot of my references will be biblical. Once again, you guys know that my journey to really healing from what I've experienced has only come off of the back of me partnering with Jesus. I could not have done it on my own, and, and I've partnered with him. And my Awesome Therapist, which I see every week. But that book has been a good resource for me as I've been kind of navigating through that just to kind of further explain that when god is really after something he will make it known i had that conversation via the clubhouse app it was confirmed by a word that a friend of mine gave me months ago but i just so happened to be at church minding my own business in service and our associate pastor timothy bibbs was preaching on a bunch of different things but he ends up having me come to the stage now this is something i'm used to doing y'all you know i give the word of the lord all the time except for in this instance the lord hadn't given me a heads up but god knows it exactly how to get you in a corner when he is trying to address a situation. And so I'm standing there. He asks me to come up. I'm trying to figure out what he's going to say all while asking the Lord, if there is something that you want me to say to these people, I need you to say it quick because he's about to hand me the mic. And he tells me, now you're going to prophesy over yourself. Little did he know that God had had me on a 72 hour journey of just doing all that I could to really walk in the full confidence that God had given me. And here I am and I'm just like hesitant to just begin to speak the word of the Lord over myself and I start to speak all those things that I'm afraid of that I that I experience some kind of fear or kind of like push back on and just really declaring it over myself and at times prophetic words are very encouraging like uh, details about your future but they're also words of affirmation that the father gives you to encourage you and so I spent some time in front of all these people which is so hard for me to do it's so hard for me to do right now when I'm not fully walking in the confidence that I should be to just kind of speak well of myself in front of people so publicly but I did that and I feel like it's kind of really shifted me and really driven me to completely find the confidence that I have in myself because I'm, I'm learning like I thought I was amazing and I, I think I'm amazing now, but just the more that I discover myself, the more I'm falling in love with who I'm becoming. And that's not prideful because there, there are times where we talk about ourselves and we we don't want to walk into a space of pride. But affirming yourself is necessary, especially if you've been in a season or experienced a level of trauma that makes you feel like you are not worth anything or valuable. Wow, I'm pretty sure that this podcast is me talking really fast. Just know that I start to talk really fast when I'm super excited. I'm really thrilled with the direction that God is taking me in. And I hope that you guys journey with me. I don't have all of this figured out, but I am so sensitive, not only to the ear of God, but the pulse of heaven in regards to me and where he's called me to go and who he's called me to be. And I want anybody who's experienced forms of violation or it's just listening to my podcast cuz they want to be encouraged and partner with someone else who's experienced levels of violation to have all the tools and the keys from point A to point D if they've not even understood how to get to Z yet. You just have to start somewhere. And so I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you. You are so faithful, God, and you are so awesome. And I thank you that this word is not just for anybody who's listening, but I'm going to be the first partaker of that. God, I thank you that we walk in confidence, Father, that we walk around and knowing that you are a God that has prepared a table for us God and that we don't have to wait for the scraps to land on the floor to eat crumbs but you have access to take a seat and to not move that chair God I thank you and I bless you because you are a God that knows all things you know the times and the seasons and you have put the person who is listening to this podcast right here in this moment so that they could receive it i pray god that your healing balm would begin to touch their hearts right now god that they would understand that you are a god that is faithful you are a god that is loving that you are a god that is true and there is no reason why daughters and sons of a king would walk around with their head down father and so i thank you that we would stand up with our shoulders high with our head held high that shame and condemnation and fear and resentment or any of that would not affect father God, how we see ourselves before you, but that we would understand that when we pray to you and when we repent and when we ask you to take hold of everything that we've experienced in pain god that you wash us white as snow father i thank you that you are a god that sits high and looks low father and even when you look low on us father it's not because we are small lord but but you're hovering over us and so i thank you god that we can look up to the heavens and know that our father desires good things for us god no longer will we be in a position where we are settling for less in romantic and even platonic relationships because we feel like we don't deserve god i pray that you would even break the shack father god a feeling like we are less than and therefore we have to settle for less than what we deserve lord i pray that you would sever every relationship that would continue to uh, perpetuate this sense of worthlessness lord i thank you that your healing hand would begin to touch our hearts god that you would begin to align us with people would, that would affirm us and that would see the best version of heaven on the inside of us so that we can flourish and become all that you have called us to be i thank you that you would completely uncover the hand of the enemy that he would know that his tricks and his his plans are no longer going to function or work God because we see what he's doing and we have a God that loves us and we have your son Lord that sits at your right hand and prays for us countless times and day and night and we thank you even for your Holy Spirit that comforts us in moments where we are experiencing healing layers of us have been pulled back father I thank you that we would not come into covenant with anything God that would further make us feel like we are not worth your time God I thank you that you are God that is mindful of us father that you show shine the moon on us every single night, Lord, so that we could open up our hearts and cry out to you and tell us our fears and our insecurities and the things that we feel like we have no answers to. Lord, knowing that you are a God that responds, that you have created and crafted this world in such a detailed way, Lord, why would you not care about our feelings and our thoughts? And so I bless you, I honor you, Father, and I lift you up and I say that you are worthy of all of our praise, God, and we are worthy to be your sons and daughters. And so we will walk in the fullness of that in the mighty matchless name of jesus uh, y'all i am so excited i'm excited about what god is doing i'm excited about where god is taking me i've been working on so many different things i'm excited about presenting those things um, to you all and so thank you for listening thank you so much for listening until next time